It feels like a presidential election. Americans are engaged, passions high, early voting through the roof, and President Trump is campaigning as if he were on the ballot. One way he is. If Democrats win the House or the Senate Tuesday night, Trump will wake up to a very different presidency Wednesday morning. Our brand new ABC News Washington Post poll shows the president coming into these midterms with the lowest approval of any president since Harry Truman. He's at 40 percent, with 53 percent disapproving of Trump's performance. The president's average approval since inauguration is the lowest on record, and 59 percent of likely voters say it's important to them to vote for a candidate who shares their opinion of Trump. That is fueling a Democratic advantage with 48 hours to go. Democratic House candidates lead Republicans by eight points among likely voters, 52 to 44. But that is down from 13 points last month. The Republican base is clearly re-energized in the wake of the Kavanaugh hearings, and the Democratic advantage among women, especially independent women, is shrinking. On the issues, Republicans have an edge on handling the economy. Democrats have been advertising on health care. They have an advantage there. And as President Trump trains his fire on that migrant caravan, our poll shows split views. 47% trust Democrats to handle immigration, but voters trust Republicans by a 10-point margin on border security. We have a lot to analyze here with our team. We want to start by bringing in our chief national affairs correspondent, Tom Yamas. Tom, we're going to be focusing Tuesday on two key numbers, the two numbers we show right there, 23 and 2. The House changes hands as the Democrats pick up 23 seats in the Senate. Democrats will need a net gain of two seats to change control. And those, play, those races you're going to show are taking place on two very different battlegrounds. Let's start with the House. That's right, George. So we're tracking all the House races, but we've identified more than 100 competitive House races. These are the congressional districts, and you can see they stretch all along the map. What are we seeing here? We're seeing congressional districts that are part of suburbs and exurbs, and we see some clusters in the Northeast. We're watching New York, Pennsylvania, Florida, Virginia, but we're also watching some red states, Kentucky, Kansas, Texas, and in the blue state of California, we're tracking nearly a dozen races. We've taken all these competitive races and we've aligned them like this on what we're calling our chipboard. Align them by the way polls are closing. Remember that key number you were talking about, George? 23. That's how many seats Democrats have to flip. And they may have an advantage. Historically, we've never seen a Democratic battleground this big. And there's a couple of reasons. A quarter of these districts, Hillary Clinton actually won but Republicans hold power. In others, Republicans were retired, and even more, Democrats are generally excited about their candidates, George. S Senate, exactly the opposite. A, a completely different story in the Senate. Let's take a look at that now. When we flip over to the, our battleground board over here, and we take a look at all the blue, these are all the Democratic seats. We're tracking 35 races. Let's go to the map right now. These are all the Senate races, but we've identified 14 key races. Remember, George, as you said, the Republicans have an advantage of two seats here. But there are a lot of seats that Democrats hold in Missouri, Indiana, and North Dakota. This was Trump country, and they have a Democratic senator. But there are some races where Democrats feel they may have an advantage because of Republican retirements in Tennessee and Arizona. We're going to be watching all those, George. A lot of seats to watch. I want to bring in Nate Silver, also from 538. And Nate, your forecast looking ahead uh, to Tuesday night pretty much mirror what we're seeing on those maps. Let's start with the House. Yeah, for sure. So look at who is playing defense and how much defense they're playing. So in the House, we have Democrats with about a four in five chance of winning the House. The um, national polls are pretty good for Democrats. The district polls are, are very good for Democrats. They're pretty deep into red territory. In the Senate, it's the reverse, where we have the GOP with a six and seven chance of holding on. Um, Democrats are playing a lot of defense in states that they currently hold. The terrain there is extremely red. 
Um, so again, polls aren't always right. If polls are right, you would have a split outcome. Uh, polls aren't right, and polls uh, polls have a wide margin of error. Rick Klein is going to our political director, in part because this race is very hard to model the turnout for a midterm election. That's exactly right. And 52-44, eight points is exactly where Democrats need to be, right on the cusp of where they need to be to be able to say that they have a good shot at taking the majority. If you narrow it down to the battleground districts, you've got only a five-point edge. So that's where the majority is either going to be won or lost. And Democrats are, are depending on groups that don't typically turn out in midterm elections. Bottom line, George, they need them to vote. We're talking about younger voters. We're talking about non-white voters. Right now, they're telling pollsters that they're likely to vote in unprecedented numbers. But that just hasn't been the history. They need those folks to show up. Nate, let's educate voters a little bit on probability because we're all uh, trying to learn the lessons of 2016. I think going into the 2016 election, your forecast was actually lower than many others on projecting whether Hillary Clinton would win about 71 uh, percent. We learned that that wasn't a sure thing. Here you're up about 85 percent for the Democrats taking the House. So, so just explain, break down statistically what that means. So what our uh forecast accounts for is a chance that polls will be wrong and you see how big of a lead a party has and how much uncertainty there is in the forecast. Um, the range of outcomes in the House is, is really wide. Our range, which covers 80 percent of outcomes, goes from on the low end about 15 Democratic pickups all the way up to the to low to mid 50s, 52 or 53. Um, most of those are above 23, which is how many seats they would need to take the House. But like, but no one should be surprised if they only win 19 seats. And no one should be surprised if they, only, if they win 51 seats. Those are both extremely possible based on how accurate polls are in the real world. And one of the big X factors you've written about this year is, uh, unusually, for midterms, Democrats actually have a huge fundraising advantage in the final days. They have a fundraising advantage. And so one thing we don't know about is there are lots and lots of districts on, on the board where there are Republican incumbents in seats that are ordinarily safe, and they might not have been aware of the fact that you have a Democrat who's raised twice as much money. Their voters are very enthusiastic. Um, they might be turning out voters who don't normally vote at midterm. So there are a lot of Republicans who will not be sleeping well tonight and tomorrow night. And that's why if Democrats beat their polls, that can happen. It happened in Virginia in the governor's race last year. Then we're talking about really big numbers. So both ends of that range, the Republicans holding the House and the D landslide, if you will, I mean, that's as good as we can do based on how accurate polls are in the real world. Hi, everyone. George Stephanopoulos here. Thanks for checking out the ABC News YouTube channel. If you'd like to get more videos, show highlights, and watch live event coverage, click on the right over here to subscribe to our channel. And don't forget to download the ABC News app for breaking news alerts. Thanks for watching.